Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Laps Podcast. This is going to be episode three. Feeling a little bit under the weather, but that's fine. I still got a deadline anyway. All right, yeah. What does LAPS stand for? So, yeah. I'm going to introduce you really first. Uh, so, my guest is going to be Steven. He's actually part of the name. Uh, Laps, if you didn't know, is the four people who have been very important to my life. We got the L for, I think, me, I'm pretty sure. A for my friend Addy. Uh, P for Post. And then S for Steven. Oh, sick. All right. I feel honored. I'm, I'm a part of the name. Yeah. So oh, Steven's Lord. a good friend of mine. Uh, we've been through a decent amount of uh, hanging out together lately. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot closer. He's been very helpful for me. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, so this one's going to be asking about you and your Miami trip. Okay, so this is your interview podcast. Yeah. Um, your uh, journalism to the podcast teacher. Hello, I've been in your class today, but, but I've been in your class before. My podcast was Broken 244. You might remember it. It was pretty entertaining. Anyway, I did not know that Broken 244 was your podcast class. Yeah, that's why I had that podcast at all. And that's that's why we started doing it. Okay, well, if anyone's listening here, go check that podcast out. It's pretty entertaining. Why, thank you. All right, um, so I'm going to start off with the plane ride. How'd you get tickets, and how much were these tickets to get there? Okay, you went to right. Miami, and you're in Seattle. Yes, sir. So it was across the country, and it was like eight hours on the plane combined, or total, um, just to get there. And uh, it was about 235 bucks for the ticket for me, and, and same thing for Jose, because I went with Jose. And, uh, you know, we flew all the way to Miami. It was pretty comfortable. We were on United. Hmm. And, and uh, the interesting, interesting thing was, is that we got into Florida at midnight, um, Florida time, which is three hours ahead of Washington time. So for yeah. us, it felt like it was nine o'clock. And when we landed, it was midnight and our Airbnb wouldn't let us um, get in until 3 p.m. the next day. And so we were just in the Fort Lauderdale airport, you know, about uh, 20 miles from our destination. And wow. like, wow, we don't know what to do. So we uh, we found a random shuttle. It was a Black Ford Expedition. And it was a guy who didn't speak a lot of English. And he took us to Sunny Isles Beach for 55 bucks. And so we paid him. We got out of the car and we walked with our luggage for five miles all the way down to North Beach. Um, so North Beach is, you know, north of South Miami Beach, which is what yeah. everybody thinks of when you think of Miami. And uh, so what our destination was, we wanted to get Denny's because it was about 2 a.m. And, you know, we were hungry. We hadn't really eaten much. And we'd been staying up all night. And so, you know what? We're going to go to Denny's, right? And yeah, of course. So we we walk and walk and walk and we're telling stories and we're talking I'm calling my mom and all that type of stuff. And we finally get to this Denny's and uh, it was so interesting because 3 a.m. And all the, the place was packed with just drunk people, totally wasted coming from the club on a Wednesday night. I was like, all right, dude, that's fine. That's cool. 
and uh, our waitress was super cool. And, you know, we got we got good food. It was probably the best Denny's food that I've ever had, to be honest with you. It, like they they top notch Denny's at that place. I, I have not had any good Denny's service before. Really? Yeah. Like I got stood up pretty much. I got into the Denny's with my brother up in my Bonnie Lake area and they didn't serve us for over an hour. Wow. So I don't have a very good experience with Denny's. And that well, wasn't the first time either. You've, uh, it sounds like you've just had the wrong Denny's because when I go to Denny's, I always get good service. I have a good time. The food is okay. And you know what? It's a reliable place to go at nighttime. I mean, yeah, like three in the morning, that's what you do. That's the only place that's open. Exactly. And IHOP, to be fair, was there as well. But like, who wants to go to IHOP? Not nah. me. Denny's is made for that. Three in Denny's the morning. Denny's is made for that. So. I'm like, all right, we're at Denny's and, you know, fights break out. People are yelling, screaming, and we're just kind of sitting there playing cards, eating our nachos. <laughs> and you know what? I, the, the waitress comes up to us. She's like, oh, wow, you get dinner and a show tonight. I'm like, yeah, woo. And we're sitting in there for about an hour and a half. And, you know, they, they don't mind us staying. We're nice and sober. Um, <laughs> the only sober people in that place, too. And uh, we get we get done with our meal and walk right across the street, like literally right across the street, right yeah. onto the right onto Miami Beach. So it's about four a.m. and we're just we're just on Miami Beach. It's fabulous. I've never experienced anything like being on the beach on the Atlantic Ocean at four a.m. watching this. It was so spectacular. That sounds like an experience right there. It really was. We got some good pictures, got some good videos. Our friend Eden finally showed up. And uh, we just, you know, we vibed. We had a good time. We ended up sleeping on the beach in the sun. (laughs) And uh, we got mad sunburned. But you know what? That's all right. It was worth it. It was, uh, I've never, I I never think that I'll have an experience being a beach bum quite like that again. Um, And then, you know, we finally got into our Airbnb and uh, that was our first day. Yeah, so you might have to backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Why did you go to Miami? What made you choose that place? <laughs> That's a great question. Well, so basically one night I was like, Jose, I am sick and tired of Washington. I need to go somewhere. And he was like, well, we should go somewhere then. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, like where? And he was like, I don't know. Where do we both like? I was like, oh, dude, Miami. We've been talking about He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And so I'm like, all right, Jose, let's go to Miami. And, you know, he's getting kind of nervous about it. He's like, I don't know. Kind of more on the anxious side for Jose. I'm I'm not anxious at all. I just do things. Go with the flow, see what happens. Exactly. And so it takes it takes uh, Jose a while to warm up to the idea, but we get Eden on board to fly in from Colorado, and uh, you know we eventually buy the plane, buy the plane tickets, buy the uh, Airbnb for the four nights, and we get that thing planned. It took a lot of negotiating on my part with my parents and with Jose, but more so with Jose, honestly. Well, my mom would never allow that. Yeah, I have a very uh, trusting relationship with my mom. I think that I get away with more um, doing more fun stuff than a lot of other teenagers do. 
Yeah, that's just because it's you and your mother. That's like, true. It's a very strong relationship there. I've experienced that. Well, and I have... I'm just a trustworthy guy, I like to think. I mean, that's the most trustworthy thing you can say. <laughs> yeah, I like to think so. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, you know what? I want to go somewhere. I want to go, so- I- I go somewhere far away. And I had gone to Miami before. I went. I had gone two years previously, and uh, it was me and my mom and my two younger sisters, and t- terrible group to go to Miami with. Let me yeah. just say, I-, I love my mom and my sisters, but they do not uh, do the whole um, shopping for designer clothes and hanging out on the beach and walking mm-hmm. around town. They they don't like that type of stuff, and. So I, I do. I loved it. I absolutely adore Miami. And uh, I'd been wanting to go back there with Jose because I know that he is into the same type of things. And so that's what we did is we went to the beach and we went shopping. And that was like our two things that we did. And our, our Airbnb happened to be close to both. So Designer Row in Miami is the most impressive designer district I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, keep in mind, I live closer to Bellevue. Uh, right where everybody in Microsoft, yeah, every, yeah, their design district is okay at best. I've I went to Beverly Hills. I bought some Louboutins, and you know what? Their design district is okay at best. Honestly, Beverly Hills kind of overrated. It's kind of small. Every, every all the good stuff is just in one Neiman Marcus. Anyway, so Miami is on a whole other level. There, they are extremely impressive they're better they're better than bellevue uh beverly hills and uh dallas and san antonio um it's like some pure hot spots there because like you would not think miami would be anywhere in the runnings oh yeah yeah miami is where you want where you go to spend a lot of money and Mm. you know i didn't bring that much money i spent about a hundred dollars a day um on ubers and food that's really not that bad i know right it honestly was probably less than that. I, I just didn't buy, I didn't buy any designer uh, items besides a uh, sixty dollar pair of Tom Ford boxers. But you know what, Tom Ford is my guy. I think that it was worth it. So, what were your favorite stores in that district then? Well, uh, last time I went, I absolutely loved Dolce Gabbana, and so I made. Jose and Eden come into Dolce Gabbana with me and I loved it even more this time. It's so cool. It's just such a such a great store and they have all these great things. So um their design is like so extravagant. It, everything that everything in there makes you either look like a Greek god or a drug dealer. Okay, yeah, it is Miami. Exactly. So it's like I I can get with both of those aesthetics, right? And uh Jose was looking at buying a blouse that was about uh, $2,000. He didn't get it because that's a bit ridiculous for a blouse. Yeah, just a little bit. It was really cute, though. But we went to the Louboutin store, which is one of my favorites. That's what convinced me that I needed a pair of red bottoms, was going into that Louboutin store the first time in Miami, um, wearing my beat-up Vans. And this time, I went in wearing a pair of Louboutins. It was a huge step up, you know? Yeah, you came full circle. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, on a journey. Um, 
all the salespeople at the places were so cool and they, they all had these great backstories. And we had these great conversations like the lady at Balenciaga um, asking me and Jose if we were design students because we noticed all of the cool little detail on the uh, Balenciaga designs because, you know, Jose and I are just just appreciate things like that. Yeah, finer things in life. Right, exactly. And the more interesting, like, avant-garde type um, fashion designs. And uh, the only place I didn't have a good experience, though, was Alexander McQueen. Because I'm really into optical, so I have a, I have a pretty good collection of sunglasses. And yeah, other... yeah. Yeah, you know about that. And uh, I went into Alexander McQueen and I was asking them, like, oh, who, who sources your eyewear? Because all eyewear is sourced from like uh, just a few companies mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, I don't know. I was like, Oh, you know, like they, you know, they, are they designed Luxottica or Markelin? Like my Tom Fords are made by Markelin. And they're like, no, Alexander McQueen makes them. I was like, okay. And they're, you know what? If you have questions, you can take them up with corporate, send them an email. Wow. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so they don't even know the products they're selling. They don't know the products they're selling. And it, all it was, was a simple email. I, or not, it's not an email, a simple Google search. All I did was type in who makes Alexander McQueen eyewear. Boom. Keering. They're the same people that make Gucci. And, okay. uh, you know, it wasn't that hard, but these people were just rude. And so we didn't go back to Alexander McQueen. They had some really cool stuff, but I don't know. I just, I, I can't handle uh, poor customer service. No, that's, that's just way too out of line. If anything, this podcast is going to blow up and they're going to know. <laughs> yeah wouldn't that be nice oh, that'd be fantastic um anyway so yeah that was about my uh designer shopping experience i made friends with the guy at tom ford and i follow him in, on instagram and he posted me on his story to uh sell some pretty cool um silk pants that i was trying on that sounds like something you would do yeah oh absolutely i i looked like i came straight off the runway I mean, you always do. Thank you. Of course, I got you. I do remember that you posted on Snapchat in your story that you met some woman on the beach. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. So we went to the beach one night because we were just chilling at South Beach and we we wanted a chill place to go, right? And so we went to the beach at nighttime, as one does. And, you know, there weren't a whole lot of other people. Everybody was partying in the city type area. And uh, we walked out onto the sand and I took my shoes off. And I was like, wow, this sand feels really good under my toes. And this lady was like, yeah, it really does, huh? And we looked over and it's just it's this uh, large black woman. And she's like, yeah, I used to come here with, with my husband before he passed away. And we went, oh, well, that's cute, but that's sad. And, you know, we talked to her for a while. Her name is Dee Dee. And uh, she was, she's very Christian. Um, she's very sweet and uh, friendly. And she, you know, wanted to take us around the city and told us, you know, you could probably get into the bars as long as I'm with you. As long as I say, you know, they're with <laughs> me, right? Because I'm 17, Eden's 18, and Jose's 19. It, it, it really was not a... Uh, fabulous group to be going into bars but luckily we had Didi and we were in Miami and you know what they don't really care in Miami so 
we walked around and she strolled right into a bar that where they were doing the cha-cha slide. And so we strolled right on in with her and it was great. We danced for a while. She took pictures of us and, you know, then we left and we did that in multiple bars. We, we went into a gay bar. We went into uh, we went to like a Mediterranean place. And you know what? It was a good time. Just the full Miami experience. Mm-hmm. I don't drink, but I did enjoy being in that atmosphere. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I genuinely wasn't drinking or smoking or anything. It was just, uh, I-, I pick up on the party vibes pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so then it was about 2 o'clock a.m. And D- uh, Jose and Eden are like, all right, it's time to go home. I'm like, okay, sounds good to me. Dee Dee, we will see you later. And she's like, oh, do you want to go clubbing tomorrow night? And we're like, sure, why not? So I gave her my number and she was on her way and we went to go find an Uber. Uh, however, soon we get a call from Dee Dee. And she's like, oh, my bus doesn't run this late. I don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, she's been being pretty nice to us all night. And we're like, yeah, we'll have some sympathy on her. And she can come in our, uh, she can come on our Uber and uh, try and find a bus when she's back on the mainland after we make it over the bridge. And so, you know, we meet back up with her. She uh, comes in our Uber with us. It's a tight fit because, you know, they can only fit four people and she's a large mm-hmm. black lady. And uh, we uh, got back to the Airbnb and she kind of invited herself in. And we we're like, okay. Jose and I were like, you know what? We can make her our guest. And Eden was being, uh, she wasn't really saying anything about the issue. And so, you know, we played some cards with her for a while. We played Rummy and we talked. We listened to, to gospel music and Kanye West. And we, we vibed for a while. And it was about 3 a.m. And we were like, all right, Dee Dee, it's time to go to sleep. Um, so Dee Dee got one of the rooms. Eden got one of the rooms. And Jose and I, you know, out of fear for this random lady who was sleeping in our uh, Airbnb stayed up all night again. Um, Now this is, you can mark this as the second time that we pulled an all nighter in this four, four night trip that we've been having. Um, And so we, uh, we stayed up and she luckily did not steal from us, but she tried to stay forever like she just wouldn't she packed up all her stuff and i was like Dee, what's your plan and it was just me kicking her out because eden would, would not come out of her room and jose was off like trying to get a toilet plunger because he had clogged the toilet mm-hmm. and i was like Dee, it's time to go what's going on here she's like oh well you know it was really nice being with you and you know blah blah blah, blah. and she keeps talking she gets all together and sits down and keeps talking and I'm like, Dee, I need to sleep. It's time for you to leave. And so she does. She she picks up her stuff and she finally leaves. Now, I'm about to go to sleep. And half an hour later, she comes back, knocks on the door again. And I wake up and I'm like, what is going on here? Wow. And she, I look outside and there she is again. And she's like, oh, I forgot my mask. And at this point, I had already blocked her on my phone. Block this caller. Block this text. Yeah. And she comes back in. And just, like, tries to make herself at home again. And I'm like, no, grab your mask and leave. And so 
she comes out i finally kick her out and we're done with her forever i never want to hear from this this woman again she was making us way uncomfortable um but yeah you know we learned a lot from that experience don't let strange women uh stay in your hotel room or strange anyone really because they just make themselves at home and they try to take what you got Oh, exactly. She, I mean, she was really smart. She was, uh, she basically freeloaded off of us just super easily. Yeah, she knew the plan. Which makes me wonder, is that what she does all the time? Does she just go to Miami Beach at night and look around for kids to, uh, room with for the night? I wouldn't be surprised. Right? It's like, there's gotta be something more going on to that. I mean, you gotta respect the hustle, though. Right? That's what I said to Jose. Eden didn't quite agree. She was getting really anxious about the whole situation. But you know what? That's Eden. So I, I don't know. We, uh, we, we were a pretty good group, though, I must say. I mean, you seem to stood up for yourself. That's good. I mean, you stayed safe. No one died, luckily. Absolutely. Well, and that's the thing. We had this. Nobody got hurt. Nothing bad happened. We just, you know, we just learned a lot. Um, we spent a couple more nights there. We went to a cool museum, got a bit more sunburned, took a lot of cute Instagram pictures, and ate at a uh, extremely expensive restaurant. Oh yeah, tell us about that. Oh yeah, so that was uh, that was one of the highlights of the trip was going to, I think it was ILM, and uh, dropping five hundred and twelve dollars on dinner for three. Wow, that's just an insane amount. I know, right? Yeah, it was Jose's idea. He was like, you know what? I didn't get to buy any bougie designer outfits, and uh, I feel the need to spend some money. And Eden was all like, no, 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 we can't do that. I don't have enough money in my wallet. I have like $60 left. And I'm like, that sounds like a great time, Jose. And Jose's like, I'll pay for at least half of it. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, let's do it. I'll find the most bougie restaurant that I possibly can. I'm going to make reservations for tonight. And they were like, bet. So I, uh, I called up the place. They had, you know, four little dollar signs next to them on Google. And uh, I looked at their website and it looked like, you know, all their other locations were in Tokyo, London, uh, Dubai. That's a good uh, sign. Abu Dhabi and Miami. I'm like, okay. This place is bougie, right? Top tier. They, they can't just not be. And so we get there at nine o'clock that night. We're dressed up. We look fabulous. We took some pictures beforehand. I'm wearing all my designer things. My got my Tom Ford glasses. I got my Louis Vuitton belt. Yeah, you want to fit in. That was, you know, actually Jose's. Uh, and my red bottoms and everything. And you know, we we just look top notch. And uh, we got some of the most interesting food that I've had ever. We, 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 we tried the ratatouille. We had the escargot. Um, escargot, you know, being cooked snails. Yeah, i never been uh, pretty fond of that. I never tried it. Never want to. You know, I always thought the same thing. But uh, Jose and I developed an inside joke as a reference to the movie The Jerk. Have you seen that? I have not. So it's a it's an old it's like a seventies Steve Martin film. Okay. And uh, it's it's there's this scene in it where he's uh he's he, it's a dumb guy that gets really rich, and he's at dinner, 
and he orders the escargot and they they bring it to him and it's really fancy and he looks at it and he goes excuse me waiter there are snails on my (laughs) salad have them removed immediately i cannot eat like this this is a scam yeah you put that on your story too right exactly yes i did because, you know, the waiter came and brought us the, the escargot, and it's like, that's, we have to say that. And you know what? They were pretty good. The snail was a little bit of a weird texture, but the shells were really pretty, and there was this delicious garlic sauce inside. So I would say that uh, had, the, had they been a bit of a different texture, they would have been pretty darn top-notch. What was that texture? Was it like slimy? You know, it was really uh soft. It was like imagine uh you leave a bunch of um like gummy bears in a hot car for a okay. while. And just teeth sink right through it. Yeah, exactly. Kinda you kinda like slurp it, you know? Yeah. Um and then we had the ratatouille, which is just like it is in the movie. Um and it was very delicious. Uh, I had a $50 entree of prawns, tiger prawns. Jose had the $80 steak. Um, and we we had multiple rounds of virgin cocktails. Uh, the coconut drink was by far the best. It was so good. Dried cranberries are actually really good, like candied cranberries. Oof. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, I never knew. But they taste really good with coconut. Um I must say. And, uh, you know, I stole one of the little glasses that we were drinking water out of there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just walked out with it and they didn't say anything. So, I mean, yeah, they can pay that amount just from one person's tab. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like they get those cups for wholesale. Very pretty, though. And so I put it in my shoe and I took that home on the flight home with me. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, that was our last night. We pulled an all-nighter and uh we got those late night that late night fast food too. It was a uh, we you know it was it was a very interesting vacation experience. I mean, it sounds like a very exciting experience because it's things you never would have thought of to do and it just happened. Exactly. You know, you wouldn't normally just buy a plane ticket and take off to the other side of the country with with two of your friends just because or invite a person to your airbnb right or drop five hundred dollars on dinner as a bunch of high schoolers Mm -hmm. but sometimes that's what it comes down to right Uh, yeah yeah like we're young right like let's have some fun with it you know dumb reasons good stories exactly yeah, so uh, that was about all of the notable things that happened on our Miami trip. Uh, they charged $17 uh, for a vodka soda at one of the bars we were at. Wow, okay. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit ridiculous, considering that half of it was ice and it was a tiny glass. Yeah. Uh, Eden ended up ordering two because, again, they don't ID. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I tried I tried some of the vodka. Uh it tastes that was sweet. Kinda liked it. Not a good thing though. Corona special. 
Yes, sir. Yeah, it was packed. They they were they had a uh, freaking hookahs there that you could get while you were eating. This is a very interesting place. Yeah, it was like a Mediterranean bar. Uh, that it was also a restaurant, and uh, they had hookahs for the table that you could order, and you know they served alcohol to minors, no question. So that was pretty cool, I would say. So Miami is just like a, it's Florida basically. Yeah, it's just a the good stereotypes. Place to be. You would get that. I, I've never, uh, I, I've never seen more crowded streets for no reason. Mm. Like it's just a Thursday night, and the streets are that packed, especially during the coronavirus. Like it's just insane. Um, I've, it's I've I've never been it like except for maybe like Seattle or Vancouver on New Year's Eve, like yeah. right at the countdown. That was the only other time that I've seen the streets that packed. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. It was intense. So I gotta ask, would you do this trip again? Mm, not with the same group. Why not? Because I just feel like there was an imbalance of, uh, of people. I don't know if I'd travel with Eden again. As much as I do love her, she is a she's a dear friend of mine. Um, very picky about food and very anxious about money. And you know what? That's not really the vibe when you're in Miami. Yeah, when you're trying to live lavish for a couple days. Exactly. It's like I had the money saved up for it. Jose had the money saved up for it. And Eden came with about $120. Yeah, so it seems like she wasn't really ready for this. No, I I wouldn't say that. I or no, I I would I would agree with you. Yeah, she was not really ready for that type of trip. But you know, she she makes for good company when you're just chilling at the hotel room and on the beach. I will say that. Yeah, so it'd probably be like two groups, and she can have her, and then like she can come back to the hotel. So when you're out, you have different groups. Yeah, like I I would if I was to travel with Eden again, it would be somewhere where you could just where you were basically just chilling the whole time. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Somewhere tropical, probably, just chilling in the pool. Exactly. It's fun to hang out with her at her house or at my house. And, uh, But in, in Miami, not necessarily. I don't know who I'd bring next time, though, to be quite honest. But I, besides Jose, I love Jose. Jose is an excellent traveling partner, especially for that type of trip. How is he for that kind of party stuff? Is he like energetic and enthusiastic, ready to go? Oh yeah, Jose's down for anything. Uh, I'm definitely the leader of the group. Um, always, I always am, and I always have been. Uh, that's just how I am in social situations, especially when I'm traveling, because I feel like I'm the most experienced and uh, the most confident. Yeah, but that's how I am in most social situations. Uh, not to toot my own horn or anything, but. Um, Jose pretty much follows my lead and gives me good suggestions on where to go and is always down to eat at the same food places that I am. So it makes for, if he, he makes for a very good traveling companion. Okay. Would you have any idea where else you would go? Uh, 
my next two places to travel alone or with my friends on my bucket list are Germany and Hawaii. And mm. I think that Jose would be excellent in Hawaii, but not so much in Germany. What's the reason for Germany? Uh, well, I have a very good friend who lives there. Um, and I've also just always wanted to go to Germany because of uh, because my parents used to live there and they uh, they've always told me stories. Mm-hmm. So it's been like one of the countries that I've always been very interested in. OK, yeah. But now I have a friend who I could probably stay with. So it would make it even better. Get the inside scoop on things. Exactly. And then what about Hawaii? Hawaii, just because, you know, everybody's always told me about it. And it's it's outside of the contiguous 48 states, which I will have already been to by the end of this summer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's on. Those are all next on my bucket list. After that. I don't know, Spain. Okay. Just seeing different European countries, different things around the world. Exactly. Uh, anyway, it looks like we're, we've been talking for a while. Yeah, time just flew by. So mm-hmm. let's wrap this up a little bit. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been really nice. Got a nice story out of that. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, I don't think so. I thought I thought it was a fabulous experience. I always like doing podcasts, so um, if you need a guest, hit me up. You got that. I definitely will. So thank you for coming on the podcast once again. And if you're listening, listen to Broken 244. It's a great podcast. Got a lot of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening, and that's been it. Thank you.